Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Timothy Lin, and this is Egoless Leadership Training. I focus on helping frontline and middle managers build better relationships with their team members and hope to bring more meaning and authenticity into the workplace. Hi, everyone. One of the issues that I always ran up against in our work culture is the issue of trust and will. And what I mean by this is that we typically don't trust projects to unfold in their natural course. And instead, we kind of put on a, an iron will to, quote unquote, make things happen. And iron will is a kind of rigid efforting. And when the ego is applying iron will, we become stubborn, hard-headed, and unbending. So I'm sure we've all run across situations and people who feel like they just simply have no opening. Uh, so culturally, we sometimes call this sticking to our guns and often mistake this for true steadfastness of will, which is actually more permeable and flexible. So I would see the consequence of iron will over and over again because it results in the kind of pushing that to us feels like we're taking action. So things like not making the right hire because we pushed too quickly. Uh, we didn't let our strategy mature and develop because we pushed. We moved forward and then some other external consideration occurred and we had to reevaluate and shift prematurely when if we had sort of let things develop and unfold a little more, it would have been actually much more efficient in the long run. Um, so a lot of things that come up in the course of us applying iron will to projects and initiatives. So the ego dynamic here is that we are avoiding the feeling and experience of a lack of um, essential support. And what I mean by this is that a lack of support within us feels like the bottom kind of falling out, a kind of collapsing, that there aren't any legs to stand on. So it's the feeling that something is missing that should be there. Um, and the ego reaction here is that it's convinced that it needs to take action on its own. And in order to do that, it has to buck up, it has to suck it up. We have to harden ourselves to be able to do it. Um, and obviously that has served us historically and served us to a certain point. The problem is that if we are habituated and identified with this ego dynamic, we tend to think that applying an iron will is the only way that we're gonna be able to get anything done. So experientially, it feels too risky to relax and trust that support will be there because we naturally have not felt that in our history. Um, and even though I'm referring to internal support here, this lack of support also gets projected onto our external circumstances. And you can kind of sense into this when we experience the desperate sense of not having enough resources, not having enough time, not having enough of 
something. And the iron will obviously leads to issues that we've all likely experienced before. When managers, leaders, even team members that we're working with feel completely rigid in their decision making or um, deciding on the path forward. Uh, you can kind of sense this in the other person that there isn't actually any consideration for new factors that might arise. There's very little flexibility to listen to other people's perspectives and generally a lack of receptivity to alternatives. And we can really easily see then if we just stop and take a moment to see how this would impact relationships, team dynamics, the effectiveness of somebody's leadership and exacerbate politics within a team or an organization. And ultimately this leads to stalemates and an inability to make progress on key initiatives, which I would really see time and time again, where someone's rigidity or the misconception that they have to stick to their guns at all costs would actually prevent innovation, spontaneity, and a host of other possibilities. And the iron will um, and the inability of the iron will to be flexible and receptive actually creates a larger issue. And that is the tendency for the ego to try to force round pegs into square holes. So it does not allow for the natural unfoldment of projects or trust that things will develop naturally because it doesn't know directly the underlying support that we all have. And so it will cling to the iron will and the sense that it needs to push and push and push to be able to get things done. And the ego does this primarily because at its core, it feels incapable of handling what's here right now. And what I mean by this is that unconsciously, plenty of us don't feel like we're able to be with whatever challenge is arising if we simply relax and respond to it appropriately. And instead we have to effort, we have to strive, we have to harden, we have to kind of muster up a false sense of will and support to be able to do it because we don't feel a natural sense of support that's actually in our authentic nature. And so the ego, of course, doesn't like to experience this lack of support because it's painful and very uncomfortable. Um, who wants to feel like the bottom or the, the rug just got pulled out from under you? So the ego tends to overcompensate with a show of confidence. And really, that's exactly that, a show. And this show is really tiring to perform 24 seven. But until we recognize the truth that we do feel a kind of deficiency or an inability to handle what's right here in front of us, that show must go on. We have to continue to, in some ways, fake it till we make it. Um, and so the list goes on and on because inherently the ego feels deficient and unfortunately in our history, we had to figure out a way to muscle through it. And that's the way that's worked for us. Um, the problem with this is that the ego really has a limited capacity to see 
all the parts of the whole and is actually disconnected from how these parts come together. So even if you look at this objectively, the truth is that there are countless parts of a moving whole in any project or initiative. And that unfoldment has a natural timing and development to it, which includes, yes, issues, problems, adjustments that need to be made, and even factors that we simply aren't able to foresee. So we have to maintain some sense of openness to the present moment to actually be effective. And so what I most care about here is the iron wills impact on culture. So as a result of our collective lack of trust or knowing of essential support, our work culture specifically is or tends to be one of ceaseless pushing and striving and inherently a lack of trust that things will unfold as they should. So if we take a moment to actually sense into this, there's incredible tension and anxiety that results in this lack of trust. And it's pervasive in our collective thinking about work itself. So if we look at how we generally operate in our work culture, we are messing with things all the time. We are pushing for new revenue streams. Then we push for those new rev revenue streams to be on a timeline that we dictate. We push for advancement to happen according to our own expectations. We push for projects to go faster when they uh, than they actually can. We push for team members to work more than they can. We push ourselves beyond what's actually possible. And the fallacy here is that we're actually able to function in isolation as separate doers. Um, and this is really deeply rooted in our work culture and especially in Western work culture. Um, and it's easy to see how this then leads to burnout. So instead of trusting this natural unfoldment of our own progress or development, we struggle and we strive to push for the promotion, the recognition, this or that award, that win, uh, that outcome, whatever it is. And because we each to some degree unconsciously buy into this ego dynamic, our work culture as a whole believes that it's necessary for the egos pushing and efforting to be used to achieve anything, to achieve any goal or outcome. And I think we've seen at this point what kind of impact on culture this ultimately has. So I wanna take a little bit of time to just explore a vision for an alternative reality. So the alternate path forward here is for each of us to turn inward and reconnect with essential support. And this is, again, a knowing. It's not conceptual or a mental thing. It's a deeper knowing that support is actually here in each moment, no matter what challenge we are facing. 
So this means laying down the iron will and feeling the experience of not having support, which does require a degree of courage. And this is why uh, a lot of us need instruction or support, uh, coaching, therapists, whatever it is that we need to be able to go into these places. Because it may feel like the bottom is dropping out or that you're collapsing or that you actually don't know how to function without iron will, um, without mustering up the sense of um, confidence that inherently you actually don't feel like you have. So these are all fears that the ego has because it was born from this specific kind of deficiency. But when we're able to detach ourselves from the belief that we need an iron will to function, we will be able to relax. And collectively, we can free ourselves from the delusion that all this pushing, striving, hardening, stubbornness, and efforting is actually necessary. And the vision here is for us to be more aligned with the truth of how reality actually operates, which for the science geeks out there is more like quantum physics versus Newtonian physics. Um, the, the paradigm allows for spontaneity because we have come into a direct knowing that we have the support and capacity to respond to the present moment. And this would mean that we no longer need to manipulate outcomes. Uh, this is a passage from, um, and I want to read this because I think it's applicable, from Long Chempa, a Buddhist scholar, um, illustrating how functioning can work. And he writes, Let whatever you do or whatever appears just be in its natural state without premeditation. That is true freedom. Also, the way of living, the creative intelligence, fulfills all aims by letting everything be without striving. Because everything is included within this inner reality. There is nothing to accept or reject with hope and fear eliminated, anxiety is transcended. So in other words, Longchenpa is saying, don't mess with anything. Don't interfere with the natural unfolding of the present moment. And so imagine for a moment what this would actually be like and what kind of impact it would have on the workplace. Each one of us feeling a natural, essential sense of support, experiencing an inner true confidence that's not bloated or overconfident. This natural unfolding would simply flow through different stages of initiatives and projects without straining or pushing for an outcome. And this is what trust does. It relaxes the system. It allows for what's here to be here. And this isn't saying that 
this vision entails not having any challenges. It just means that we trust and know that the support that's naturally here is actually here and that we're connected to it. We are in it. We are it itself. We are support. And that we don't need to pick up and wield an iron will to get things done. And maybe if the system can relax enough, we would see and be in contact with what's actually present. We may see that certain things in the system need to be addressed, things like well-being, things like how to support parents, how to support growth, how to support mental health, how to shift and adjust course when necessary. And this vision obviously won't happen overnight or maybe at all, but the intention here is to point to the truth. And that in many ways, this truth says that we are steeped in a work culture that's prone to pushing and striving efforting and struggling, which ultimately is a source of suffering for many of us. So individually, and certainly as managers and leaders, we can truly lead by working through our own issues of essential support and opening to the possibility of actually laying down our iron will, even for a moment, and seeing how with support, we can function effectively, efficiently, and quite naturally, and just opening to that as a possibility. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information on Egoless Leadership Training, please visit my website at www.egolessleaders.com. You'll find a host of offerings for both individuals as well as team and corporate trainings. If you have a question, please feel free to drop me a note at timothy at egolessleaders.com or leave a comment. Thank you and have an awesome day.